morning, good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Lady AJ. And I, I'm on the mic. Pastor Jay has, well, I'm in training, folks. So I'm on the board today, and I'm really excited about it. Um, we're going we're gonna to do the show as we normally do, so we are going to start with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture is Proverbs 4, verse 6 through 7. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Lord, we thank you for another day. We thank you for the ability to praise you and worship you. We thank you, Lord, for all the blessings that you have bestowed upon us and those that are in the works. We thank you, Lord, for preparing us for blessings and preparing us for all that you have in store for us. And, Lord, we thank you for your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Good evening, Pastor Jay. What's up, y'all? What's up? <laughs> How does it feel to be on that side? I'm in the back seat. <laughs> well, it feels uh, it feels kind of interesting to be on this side. That's for sure. That's what's up, though. Okay. So, um, how's your week been? It's good. You know. So, um, hey, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and you can find me at Instagram at um, Anointed Jaylon. On Facebook and Twitter, you can find me at um, Facebook at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun, and um, yeah. <laughs> it feels odd being over there. It do, but it's cool though. <laughs> well, okay, it's uh, it feels odd for me being over here, and I am sorry that Coach isn't here for some backup. But hey, Coach. See What's you up, on Coach? Sunday. We see you. We need to stop taking all these breaks. I'm just playing. <laughs> so, um, let's go into our segment, That's Not Nice. But you didn't even say drop you a line. So, go ahead and drop Lady AJ a line. Oh, she that's nervous. Right. But see, I'm, it's that's like, right. It's I'm like she's driving for the first time. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and she like, I don't know if I'm going to hit the brake or the pedal. But go ahead and check out Lady AJ at Lady AJ 2020 on Instagram. Drop her a line on Lady AJ at G Lady AJ 2020 at gmail.com. And yeah, hit you know her up. I, you know I need some help today. Yeah. You need that counseling, <laughs> but not board counseling, but counseling in your life. Go ahead, hit her up. Right. Thank you, Pastor Jay. Shout outs to all the shows, Deaf Sports Talk, Pastor's Couch, She Shall Be Called Woman. Triumph Tuesday. Those Baxters. Those Baxters. Just Nia Uncommon Chronicle, Untold Chronicles, Uncommon, whoever she is. Dr. Nia. Spiritual he, Nourishment. Oh, Show Underwood with Spiritual Nourishment. Um, Kevin Bishop Kevin Foreman. Um, the Bishop Kevin Foreman Show on Saturday. Um, Girls Chat. Girls Chat Sports on Saturday night. And, of course, the Anointed Radio Show every Saturday, Sunday Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, because it feels like I've been on here all week, y'all. Well, yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. So, 
Let's go talk about that. That's not nice. What's your that's not nice, Lady AJ? Okay, so Jay-Z and Beyonce. Okay. Jay-Z and Beyonce went to the Warriors game. And the owner's wife was sitting next to Beyonce. She leaned over to have a conversation with um, Jay-Z, which was something real simple like, what do you want to drink or whatever? The camera caught Beyonce's expression as if, you know, she was like, you know, kind of perturbed with this woman leaning over to speak to Jay-Z. Now, the, that not, the, that, the that's not nice part is the fact that Beyonce's beehive has just sent so many different, like she says she's received death threats and everything because, because they, they feel that Beyonce felt like she was disrespected. So they're just sending all of this. Beyonce is grown. Right. If she was disrespected, first of all, she would say it. She should right. And so for the beehive to get on this woman, her name is Miss Curran. For her to get for them to get on her about something that they don't even know anything about is stupid. But for this woman to receive death threats, that's not nice. That's not nice at all. That's definitely not nice. That's, not, That's nice. not nice at all. Right. Not, not. Amen. Amen. That's not nice, y'all. We got to treat people with decency and order and with love. We got we to stop all this hate. There's so much hate in the world. It's ridiculous. Right. So that's not nice, y'all. And let me see. I think it's about time for you to go on the mix, Lady AJ. Okay, well, I'm going to start with, uh, look, I'm the DJ today, too. I'm going to start with one of my favorites, and that is Broken by Kavina Love. All right.
your hidden glory in creation is now revealed in you, our Christ.
some for all you gave your life. Redemptive work at the cross undenied. The blood that ran down on Calvary's tree. A love poured out for you and me. So we thank you for your love. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for your sacrifice. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Grace. A capsule of your unfailing love. Grace. Encompassing just who you are. An ocean flowing of waves of joy, a peace forevermore. So we thank you for your blood, thank you for your love, thank you for your sacrifice, oh we thank you Lord, thank you for your blood.
Let's start my the icebreaker. Turn down that red button a little bit. Turn this down a little yep. bit. I told y'all I'm in training. It's in training. Let's get it. Okay. All right. My interview. Let's get it. So, uh, your icebreaker is this. What, what is your favorite condiment? Condiment. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. Yep. You put it on everything? Everything. Really? Yep. Oh, okay. Ketchup is overrated. Ketchup is overrated. Okay. But it's barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. All right, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just had a barbecue fried egg sandwich today. Barbecue. That's I've never grew up in the ghetto. I've, I've never <laughs> had one of them. <laughs> okay, so you know what? I'm really glad that you've given me this opportunity to not only learn the board, but to interview you because I'm sure that a lot of folks have no idea how talented you are. Uh, and. Stop um, it. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, I love you like family, so I, you know, I, I thank the world of you. And you've got so many things that are going on. Oh, there's I, feedback in your mic a little bit. Okay, let me turn this down a little bit. Yeah. Okay, what there about, go. am I good? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Yeah. All right? Are we good? Okay, so I want to start off first with... Um, Don't hate on the barbecue sauce. I <laughs> people on Facebook Live... <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Barbecue sauce <laughs> is deserved. All right. Especially if you can't barbecue every day, you can have a feeling like you have barbecue sauce, like barbecue sauce and oodles right. and noodles. Ooh. Yes. Delicious. I, I don't know. That's about like a that. jailhouse spread, right oh there. Oh my right? goodness. <laughs> so, Pastor Jay, tell us how did how did anointed the anointed radio network? How did it all come to be? Wow. How did anointed radio? Um, so, I was a bus driver for Clark County School District, and I always was listening to the radio. And I was like, man, that's something. Don't I even get into radio. Right. You know? 
And I was tired of listening to the same songs. If you listen to a radio like bus drivers do, they mm. hear the same sequence of songs every day in the right, same over order, and over. over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I was to a point where I was, I was praying while I was driving because, first of all, Las Vegas and driving is horrible. It sure is. So when I had when I was on the bus driving, um, I was praying to God, and I was listening to Steve Harvey saying about jump. Okay. He was talking about his book Jump about how you should um, jump and do the the project, your dreams or whatever. Right. And God, I was like, man, God, it would be dope if there was a gospel station here in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, God was like, do it. Amen. And I was like, how do you do it? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I love how God right. would answer you, but you'd be like, so uh, can you give me some steps, you know? Right. And then um, one thing that happened was, um, I saw a Facebook uh, Facebook post from uh, my mentor who brought me into radio, Miss E. Carice. Shout outs to E. Carice um, over at 702.5. Okay. And she brought me over at Old School WBKE Network. Oh, right. And um, it started ever since then. Uh, and we started a show. And then to glory to be God, we're going on two years. We Amen. At our own network. We have countless shows under us. Right. Um, we're our own station 24-7, our own app, uh, award nominated. Yes. Um, so, to glory be to God. Amen. Because the main thing that I've always said is um, I wanted this to be God's station, not Amen. my station. That's right. So, every time someone says, oh, you know, that, that oh, Pastor Jay's doing this and Pastor Jay's doing that, uh, to glory to be to God. Right. Which is the tool. I would definitely say tool, but she's monitoring. Master switched out a little bit. Hey, she's training, y'all. Give, you know, this little training. Yep. Okay. So, you're right. We have interviewed countless folks. Right. What is one of your most memorable interviews? Most memorable interviews that we've had, I want to say, is my level's good on the computer. So, I want them to hear this part. Okay. Let me... Let me double, yeah. Okay, go I'm ahead. All three, all right, cool. So my favorite interview that I've had is all of them. Uh, okay. You saw how, y'all thought y'all was going to have me <laughs> set up for favorite? No, um, I, I want to say the one interview I, I guess was the most meaningful um, was, I guess you could say, man, it's so hard. We've had I so know. many. We have. And everybody's been great in their own way. Right. But, yeah, I would just say all of them. Each one, I've took away something from it. Okay, yeah. And I've learned so much from different people's lives. See, our our gospel show is not like everybody else's. Right. Where we're talking about just music. Because I want to know about their life, where they come from, what started their ministry, how did things happen, and everything like that. Okay. So how about this? What would be the ultimate interview for you? Ultimate interview right now would be Tyler Perry. Oh, wow. Okay. If I get Tyler Perry on North Radio, I'd have made it. Okay. I'd have made it. Yep. If I got Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Even though, because everybody and their mama love to say that I look like Tyler Perry. And I don't. I'm going to let people know that right now. And then, I'm going to say a little joke that I told at the last show. I really feel when I get about like 50-something, 60-something, I'm going to look like Uncle Phil. 
<laughs> Who's Uncle Phil? From Will's, from Fresh Prince. Oh, oh, I really yeah. Feel okay. Like I'm gonna look like Uncle <laughs> Phil if my hair start growing because I got that bald spot in the middle and then I'm big and heavy. So, yep, Uncle Phil. Hashtag. Uncle Phil. Yep. Okay. So, where do you see the Anointed Radio Network in three years? Man, three years. We've done so much in two. Exactly. That's crazy. Three years, I see ultimately um, being on mainstream antenna. Amen. You know, having our own antenna, being locally on the antenna so everybody in their cars could listen to Anointed Radio 24-7 because we got so much talent on the on the station from shows. That's to right. 24-hour 20, gospel is just, I guess you could say soothing. Right, you know, right. I'm not just saying this because I'm the owner of Anointed Radio. I'm saying this because I made this because I wanted to listen to this mm -hmm. music. I wanted right. to hear people feed my soul. You know, when I'm at work, right. I turn on Anointed Radio. When I'm in the car, I turn on Anointed Radio. Because you have to watch what you feed your soul. Amen. And if you feed your soul, fight somebody, negativity, and everything else, it's going to be a whole, whole lot of a whole lot of things not going right. <laughs> whole lot of things. Speaking of whole lot of did things, did they did they hear you? Yeah, they still hear they, me though. They still okay. I had I didn't. It, it's cool though. Let's All get right. these mistakes out yeah, now. Yeah, let's get them out now. All right. Okay, so now I want you to tell us about some of these awards. We got awards coming left and here. right. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I wish we would have got in the running for the spin awards because I feel like. We doing some great things here in Las Vegas. Um, Las Vegas, I could first just wanted to speak about this. Las Vegas is underrated on having a gospel radio station. What do I mean by that? Um, anointed radio is the first. Right. Um, I remember Ernest Pugh told me at the Stella Awards that you're a pioneer. But when there's pioneers, there's always copycats and people that right. are trying to do the same thing that God has blessed you with. Right. So I guess the best thing out of it all mm -hmm. is that we could show that Vegas isn't just Sin City. Right. We can show that we have gospel music. We have gospel radio stations. Soon I would love to start promoting shout outs to all Las Vegas talent out here. Amen. Because when you look at the billboards, I feel like we need some Las Vegas talent on the billboards right. for gospel because there's so many churches so many ta so much talent that has not been discovered right um so yeah i really do wish we could have gotten the spin awards i feel like mm -hmm. each award that we get nominated and you know win or lose we still get the recognition of showing that las vegas is in the running right and that there is somebody representing god out here in radio amen for las vegas and you know i'll be continuing to do my race so i can't do it no more right so we were we were nominated for a Kingdom Image Award for yes. Media Outlet of the Year. Best Media Outlet of the Year. Yes. yes. So um, that award is dope. Yeah. I say dope a lot. I'm, I know uh, <laughs> Michael Rogers, uh, my photographer, always laughs at me because I say dope and he don't know what that means. <laughs> but um, it's dope because we showing we're showing a new wave. Right. For years, people have came to Las Vegas for Stellars. And that's it. Stellars, Stellars, and Stellars. But they haven't had any 
everybody come out here. Yes, we have a radio station that um, plays gospel mm-hmm. on Sundays, but that's a lot of church. That's not even a lot of churches. I mean, I was going to say church. A lot of radio stations around the world where on Sunday they give their respects, like KML back home in the Bay Area. Right. They have, you know, Bishop Keith Clark go preach, and they play some gospel tunes until like 8, and then they turn up again right. to regular stuff. But that's everywhere. But where is the dedicated stations? You only see them really right. on the East Coast or in the South. Mm-hmm. So the main thing that I wanted to do is show the recognition that we out here. We're out here doing the work. We're out here representing the church. Mm-hmm. Um And showing that Las Vegas is more. Right. And you have definitely um, been recognized because of the awards that you've been nominated for. So let's talk about those. All right. So the first one is? Oh, so I was um, nominated for the Speaker Con 2019 awards, two categories. Two categories, I didn't. Right. I didn't expect that. Um, so I got nominated for Podcaster of the Year because, you know, Pastor right. Jay has something to say, like always, <laughs> like my catchphrase. And um, Faith-Based Speaker. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was dope because yeah, absolutely. past radio, it's all about ministering and outreaching the, about the gospel of God. Right. You know, telling somebody about Jesus is my main priority that's why i love my ministry in radio Mm -hmm. because i'm able to hit people around the world right absolutely Absolutely. go ahead and hit that red dot one more time this one yeah go ahead and put that down a little bit down a little bit yep right there right there okay no feedback so next month is something real big happening for the anointed radio network anointed radio network is hosting our first which we need all of Las Vegas to come out and support. We're hosting a gospel concert, Anointed Summer Party. Anointed Summer Party. It's the Anointed Summer Party. It's a great day of a great night of worship. Amen. It's July twenty eighth, um, July twenty eighth at Rancho High School, six to nine. We're gonna have Miles Minnick, uh, my artist that I, I have under. My management, I um, we're gonna have um, Chris Johnson, who's another here. He's from the Bay, but he lived here in Las Vegas. Oh, he's okay. sung in New York. Um, Hezekiah, he's done it all. Great, mm-hmm. phenomenal singer. Um, I'm gonna have two hosts: um, Anton Dotson Pearson and um, Erica Nicole Howard. They're gonna be hosting the show. Nice, dope personality, dope people in general. Um, I'm gonna have Jasmine Strange from. Antioch, California coming out. Uh, I'm trying to get my Uncle Kevin Walls out here. Okay. He, and I think he related to the Wall group because I think all those Walls could sing. Right. But um, it's going to be dope. We have more singers and um, artists confirming. But July 28th at 6 o'clock at Rancho High School, we're going to have a great worship party um, and be able to come out and worship God. Tickets are 20 bucks. That, this, and that, this, that, this is going to be groundbreaking. You know, and, and we need more events. It, right. That's the cool exactly. part about it. Um, VIP, you know, if you want VIP, that's a little pricey because <laughs> you get stuff that come with it. But, you know, general admission is 20 bucks. Um, we have a lot of uh, whole setup of 25 spots for vendors. Mm. So any vendors that got Christian clothing or um, AT&T cool. or anybody that want to yeah. just come out and just talk. We're not accepting food vendors at the time. Right. Next year we'll do that. Okay. But 
So um, you, this will be an annual. Yeah, this will be an annual thing. Okay. This is the first Anointed Radio Network um, Anointed Summer Party. It's going to be dope. It's going to be out there. Yeah. Each time we have artists, it's going to get bigger and bigger. Right. My um, God showed me a slight vision. It might be premature to say it, but I see this event hitting T-Mobile Arena. Oh, I thought you were going to say you, you see it over a three-day three weekend. I see that, too. Yeah. But... T-Mobile is, what, T-Mobile is what I was seeing, Amen. and I feel like it would be such a great event where people could come out and worship. Right. And one thing I just challenge all the churches here in Las Vegas, let's start supporting things of God. Amen. You know, this, and especially my event, my event's not to um, take nobody's members, because it ain't for a church. It's for Anointed Radio, your favorite award-nominated Christian platform here in Las Vegas, representing Las Vegas, to be able to bring some artists here, Mm -hmm. highlight some artists that live here, because I feel like that's not shown enough, and have a great time in God. It's right after church, Mm -hmm. so it's at 6 o'clock from 6 to 9. Get get your boogie on, get your worship on, um, be able to come out and just come into let's show las vegas let me just say like this las vegas let's show it like this let's show out and show up that we could do great things in the kingdom and show that we could be unified because unity brings change and if we could come together i'm telling you now i promise that more events will be coming from anointed radio i'm already planning a festival um the anointed radio um annual party is coming for our anniversary so we got so many things coming out um so it is what it is. You right. know, God is doing great things. I give all honors to God because without him, we wouldn't have nothing. Right, right. You know, and I just want to say that I really I really appreciate how you, you really do, um, you do so much in terms of kingdom building. Mm. And that really stands out. And I think that that's why the Lord has recognized Anointed Radio Network is because of the way that you move right. with integrity, you know, and you have, you identified the platform of positivity, hope, and progression, right. and you've stuck to it, and all of the guests, because we've had some dynamic guests, everyone has been a part of building and how we've made connections. Right. When you talk about, you know, keep in touch and you're part of the family, I mean, listen, everybody, it's true. We have made so many wonderful connections with people. Well, let's just talk about Darren Hanson. Everybody knows right. who Darren Hanson is. He's from Soul Food, Soul Food HBO. Right. Um, he he took me up on my offer. You know, when I say exactly, um, I'll let me not say that because I got somebody watch me that does the same thing. <laughs> um, Doctor Elizabeth Hudson from Triumph <laughs> <laughs> Triumph Tuesdays. Shout outs to her definitely go get her book i was just reading it today god has planned to make anointed radio better and bigger that was chapter um i think like 30 something page uh 111 um i was reading her book this day and i had it posted because i believe that god is doing great things and bigger and better things for us so um yeah i feel like it's as a whole if we don't support each other, who will? Exactly. And when you come and say you Christian, that should mean something. You're part of something. That's right. You know, you're you're part of a support group. You're part of people that are trying to build people. 
That's because right. we're in the people business. That's right. Despite how anti-people you are, you have to kind of say, you know, this is the thing that I live by. When there was a situation that I've ever went through that was a struggle or an issue, I always looked at, man, I would never want nobody mm. to go through what I went through. Right. So let me be that person that makes a change. Because mm -hmm. my famous saying is this. If you don't see the change, be yeah. the change. Yeah, that should yeah. be a, that should be my next book. Yeah, you, I yeah. should write that. You've been saying that since day one. Because uh, it, it's true. If yeah. you don't see the change that you want in your community, if you don't see the change you want in your marriage, if you don't see the change you want as a parent, as a, a mother, a father, or whatever, and you didn't have the great example, then be that example exactly. that you want it to be. We watched TV, and it was funny. Like, uh, so many people you know, that grew up in the the low-income areas, as I could say. Mm -hmm. We always watched TV and was like, man, I wish I had that house with the backyard. And, and we went out to the park and we went to this and went to that and didn't have to worry about this and that. Right. Um, that was already you modeling your better self. Mm. That was you already seeing what you wanted in your in your future. So right. it was like, you know, my perfect thing was Full House. I love Full House because I was like, I thought that was dope, <laughs> you know, her, yeah. her dad and uncles and everybody, everybody was just, you know, harmonic in the whole house. Right. Like they were, they had harmony everywhere and they, right. and they solved issues. They never gave up on each other. I love that part too. Mm -hmm. One thing in, uh, one thing that's big is that they never gave up on each other. They always worked every situation out. Right. It wasn't like, Oh, you made me mad. So I'm done with you. No, it was always that you went through something i didn't agree with that but let's come to a common grounds to fix it mm -hmm. and i thought that was great and i really right. feel like as as nowadays we need that right because i think that's what's making the church lose its power is because we're we're acting just like people on the outside so why would people from the outside come on the inside right and yeah and we're supposed to we're supposed that part, to stand just saying. yeah we're supposed to stand we're supposed to stand apart of them we're supposed right. to look different we're not supposed to engage in the same. We're supposed to be, you know, we're not supposed to look like the people in the world. Right. And we, we need to look different. We need to we move need to, different. That's right. When you have the same uh, different mindset. And one thing I could always say is this. Um, shout out to my pastor, Pastor Juanita Julia, um, that was talking about if you've been in church 30, 40, 50 years and you still petty, still clapping back, still doing this. And you right. know, and you're and actually you're you know. You're, so you're accountable. You know that you're supposed to be a different way, right, than right. when you came in. You're not supposed to be going to church every Sunday and being the same person you was right. when you first came in. All you do is say Jesus and then gossip. That's not right. the same thing. It, the thing that we need to get to a point of is looking at the signs of maturity. A lot of times people are wondering, like, you know, people – People are, you know, going through their lives and they're seeking things, but they're not seeking maturity. Right. And maturity is knowing that if despite of an issue, I'm not going to sit here and make it worse. Right. Right. Because in the Bible, it says, well, we're supposed to be peacemakers. Right. And that's and that's a big thing, because if we were peacemakers, people are drawn to peace. That's right. Even that's in right. relationships, people be like, I want you to be my peace. I want, you know, that that's, we are drawn to be peace. Right. So if we're peacemakers, we can really solve issues. Mm -hmm. If I'm bringing you peace, I can put a seed 
out there to bring change. It might not happen overnight. And, you know, last night on Pastor's Couch, shout-outs to Anton Dotson Pearson um, and his pastor, uh, Pastor Zach, who said a great thing. You can't correct nobody without relationship. That's true. Because people are going to look at you like, you don't even know me, but you're quick to judge me. And that is judgment. If you're trying to correct but not be the solution, you're just complaining about what's wrong, but you're not saying what you should do to make it better. That's like feedback. In the corporate world, they always said this. If you're going to give feedback, you should say something positive. Then talk about the things you challenge them to do where you could be able to say, okay, I'm not doing everything wrong. Because if I just say you're doing this and this and this and this and this wrong, all you're going to expect is I'm doing something wrong. But if you're telling people you're doing this and this, but guess what? I want you to kind of challenge you on this part of your, you know, your, your mouth of how you're speaking death mm-hmm. over your life. Because mm-hmm. I don't look at more about cuss words because cuss words is of the world, but it's not as deadly as people speaking over themselves. Right. Let me break that down because somebody out there is probably like, what that mean? So a lot of times we, a lot of these cuss words, first of all, biblically, none of them exist because it was a whole different language. And a lot of the words that we use nowadays and phrases meant something else. That's just the English language. But one thing that is not changed the same where he's talking about cursing. cursing, it wasn't talking about the cuss words that you think of today. It's talking about you getting up and saying, I can't do it. Yeah. You saying, I'm not fit enough. I'm not smart enough. You're speaking death over your life and over others and over others. And you're not supposed to do that. That's biblical. That you're not that's supposed right. to speak curses over others. And that's what he's talking about. Right. You know, that you're not supposed to speak those ill will things. Oh, you'll never be this. You're not the booked smart person. You're not the, the happy go lucky person. Mm-hmm. You're not the church person. You don't know what somebody is right? because that person doesn't even know who they are. Exactly. And until they finally get a relationship with God, they can understand fully the extent of who they are. Right. I think you bring up a really good point about folks being in church for 20, 30 years and it's still the same thing. And it's like, you know, here you are, you've been in the church for so long and it's still milk. Right. You're supposed to be all meat. You're supposed to be all meat. And you know, that, and that's, that's big because I'm going to just speak from the youth standpoint. Right. Young people see, need transparency. First of all, don't come at a young person and uh, misstepping and acting like, your stuff don't stink. Right. You got to be real. Even with my kids. One thing I've always told myself, I would never lie to my kids. I will tell them exactly how it is so that they can be able to determine, especially obviously to their level of understanding. But right. being transparent with your kids make you know that they can they can trust they can be trusted and they could trust you right because if you're lying all the time and you saying i'm this but then they see your flaws and you're like man i can't take right take you serious it's the same in the church exactly when i came into church i came into church by myself at the age of i think 14 15 and when i came into the church i wasn't Mm church-ish it's very funny like i remember before any ministries, and my first, actually, and I always ask this question, so I'll answer it. My first ministry that I, always, that I joined was the culinary um, part, where they prepped the food for okay. Bible study yeah. and prepped the food for after church and all that. And then when we got to the bigger church building with the full kitchen, it looked like more work, I quit. <laughs> 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 and then um, I went ahead and went to the choir. 
and I've sung the choir. Shout outs to Antioch Church family where we won the House Sweet the Sound. Mm-hmm. We were doing good, great things on Comcast and wow. everything else. And um, it was a great time, but it was a learning time. Right. But I had to figure out myself in church yeah. without an adult. So I come at things differently because when I came into church, I didn't have a mom or dad with me. So they couldn't tell me if I was doing something right or doing something wrong. I had to figure it on my own or until I got set down. Yes, I've been set down multiple times. (laughs) I should be called Mr. Set Down because when I was over youth or in choir or whatever, I got set down on the frequent. I used to argue with my pastor, Pastor Mario Howe, um, all the time because I was just kind of like the radical one. I felt Uh like, you know... This should be the way it is. But then I had to learn decency and order. Right. And that's something that still balanced me today is decency and order and knowing the different things that you have to do in church. But one thing I wanted to say kind of so it makes long story short is that young people like myself want to know that if I'm messing up and you're messing up, what did you do Mm. to get out of it? Don't tell me what you think I should hear. Right. I want to know exactly the route because mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people are like, well, I never went through struggling with smoking this, and I never went through struggling with drinking, and I never went through with this temptation, this temptation. And you're like, okay, it's cool to keep a facade, but a lot of young people are like, you can miss them with all the lies right. because at right. the end of the day, they want to know. In their in the most standard way, how did you stop smoking weed? How did right. you stop drinking? drinking? How did you stop, you know, ha- having the different mindsets of thinking of anger thoughts and right. thinking of right. uh, lustful thoughts and thinking just having the wrong stinking thinking? Stinkin how did you get out of that? You know, I remember one thing. Um, my my cousin, who is a pastor, Pastor Jamil Jones, um. He told me something that was deep. He said um, how pe- how how men could stop looking at women in lustful ways. Mm-hmm. And he said something I never heard before, and it was true. And I was like, man, I wish a lot of young people knew this. And he was like, so you, you um, he was told that you know how you see your 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 sisters and your cousins and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. He said you look at them in that type of way. I'm like, no. And he was like, that's the way you stop. Because you have to remember we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. That's right. So if you change the way you think, it'll change the way you act. That's right. And it's not an overnight thing. It's 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 having self-discipline, knowing right. that you are loved, and going to that word, reading your word, praying every night, and knowing that God got you, and the process is long, but it's worth it. Amen. Amen. And, I, and speaking of process being long, when I remember... You know, I know Teray laughs at me about saying this, but when I came out here with $100 in a full tank of gas, mm. if God would have told me I would have been a business owner of Anointed Radio, first gospel station of Las Vegas, um, bought a house, right. have multiple cars, right. all these different things that I've, I accomplished in the four years of being here, I would have messed that up. Right. Knowing myself mm-hmm. and trusting the process, which I had to put on a shirt because it's so serious. Trusting the process that God is putting you through. Right. Um, when you trust the process of God, 
he only reveals a little bit to you. And each revelation that he reveals to you, it starts making sense why you're heading the certain way you're right. going. You might not understand what's happening, but you you start seeing it as a whole. Mm -hmm. Because God has a bigger picture for you. He has this big picture of showing, all right, I see you going here, but I need you to first do step one. Right. And step zero is the most important. What's step zero? Trust, Trust God him. with all thy heart, thy mind, and thy soul. That's right. Trust them with everything that you got. And lean not to your own understanding. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And that comes out of Proverbs. I was par par uh, uh, paraphrasing. Because, and another thing that comes out of Proverbs that was real big when I moved to Vegas was, if you make the plan, God will guide your feet. Amen. And I made a prayer when I first came to Vegas. Didn't know if I was going to get a job. Didn't know where me and my family was going to live. Didn't know anything. I remember I did this prayer, and it's helped me. I still do this prayer when I'm lost. And I said, God, I got the plan, but guide my feet. Amen. Guide my feet to go the right way. I don't want to walk the wrong way and mess something up. Right. I want to be in your will, despite how I might not want to. Because mm -hmm. all this stuff does not, it, it's not a, a want situation. Ministry as a whole is never going to be something that you think is just like, oh, it's part lay and it's chill. No. Mm -hmm. right. It's a lot of long nights. It's a lot of selfless stuff doing it for others. Um, but always remember that God gives you opportunities, so you have to maintain those opportunities. Because right. God can give it to you. And God could take it away. Mm -hmm. And something that was deep to me that God brought to me it was saying that the first will be last and the last will be first. So right. those people in the background, they might have came in first. That's right. Those leaders out there, those pastors, those those station owners, they might have came in first, but they're usually the last ones to leave. That's right. And usually the last ones to leave are the first ones out the door. Right. <laughs> um, or the last ones to get here, I guess you could say is correct. And, but one thing I just say is like God wants you to trust the process right. as a whole. Amen. Amen. So, you know, we ask this question of everyone who comes on the show pretty much. Tell us about the scripture that speaks to you and speaks, speaks life into your life. Um, I got two. First scripture that is really dear to me that I read a lot is Jeremiah 29 11. God has no evil will or intent for you. He has hope, joy, and the future. Um, that one is deep to me because during your suffering, it will show you that you still have a part in this world. Amen. The second one is John 16 and 33 where it says, you know, I, I always put my hood mentality and hood translations on things. <laughs> okay. So um, there's a phrase that we always said when we was young. You're like, man, you better have some heart. You better grow some heart. Man, yeah. you got heart? Oh, he got heart. Right. Well, in the Bible, it says in John 16 and 33 that take heart because you will have troubles. Yeah. But I have conquered the world, so you're victorious. So I, right. I, I love that scripture because right. Jesus is like, man, you, gotta have, man, you better have some heart. Right. You're going to go through some things. I went through some things. Why not you? Mm -hmm. And if you say that you're following me, you're going to go through some things. Oh. Guilty by association. That's right. So That's right. you need to get some heart. Put your head up. Mm -hmm. Know that I got you because I already am victorious. I already right. conquered this world. I already showed the world right. that 
that the way, the truth, and the life. Right. Spoiler alert. We win. Amen. Amen. So those are my favorite scriptures. Okay. And so I'm just curious, what would you, you know, you've got folks out there that, well, okay. So a couple of weeks ago we had Coach Stormy on. and she She's dope. Yeah, she, she really is. She almost sold me into network marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I was in three to four network marketing before, and I promised myself, I said, I'd never do it again because I said, as much money you spend starting up on a network marketing, you could have started your own business, and right. how much time you would have put in, you right. would have been at least halfway decent in your own business that you ain't got to share with nobody. Right. So she said, you know, folks usually um, – make a move out of desperation or inspiration. And so I, you know, I find you very inspiring as a young entrepreneur, as a young visionary. And my question is, what do you tell the folks that are listening that have a dream, that have a vision, that have an idea, but they're not quite sure what to do next? Um, summed up in a in a post I saw on social media. Mm. It shows my millennial side. I'm quoting a, a, a post on social media. <laughs> okay. But it, it it comes from a post that inspired me back when I was on the nine to five grind back at in San Francisco working at the tech companies and things like that, where it says you're doing good if you spend ninety nine percent at your nine to five and at least one percent constantly on your dream or your vision or your business okay. always keep going with your business right because if you find most entrepreneurs what they do is they they still have a nine to five yo like they do a nine to five until their business makes more money than their nine to five and they're like why am i still here right but if you haven't got to that point, and don't do it prematurely because you will be broke because making a business, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to say it's a get-rich-quick scheme or anything like that that a lot of people pitch. I'm going to tell you it costs money. It takes time. Mm -hmm. It takes sacrifice. Right. If you're not willing to sacrifice for your dreams, you'll never make it. That's right. If you're not willing to put in the work when nobody else is, if you're not willing to step out and be that person that's always out there working and up 24 7 because i could tell you right now i probably work anointed radio 18 to 20 hours a day almost because i really don't sleep so i'll be honest with wow. you the military doesn't doesn't do it so if it's not me prepping if it's not me emailing if it's not me um doing business plans scouting people to invest into anointed radio or brainstorming, uh, brainstorming yeah. um writing down the next plans and right. things like that for anointed radio. Um, I'm working at work or halfway sleeping, but God usually wakes me up at like three o'clock in the morning. Mm. Faithfully, I read my word and then I just kind of ask God, where does he want anointed radio? Mm. So, and then the, I, I ain't never really been good to sleep ever since the military because military, they, they yeah. say you only guarantee four hours That's right. of sleep and they don't got to be consecutive. And I tested them on that. Right. I did. And my drill sergeant had me up, mm -hmm. went to sleep, woke <laughs> up, went to sleep, woke up. That's the right. worst yeah. ever to have sleep that way. But, yeah, I just say go after it. If it's your baby, you are the only one who's going to believe in it. Right. But one thing that I would say what I would do different is that I would, um, I would always know my value. B black businesses, and I'm speaking to black businesses right now. 
we love to give to freebies. We love to give, you know, to hook up. Yeah. But you ain't gonna you're gonna stagnate your business that way. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I would have changed back um I wanna say back when we first got on Nointre, I would've I would have made something. Mm-hmm. Pay something. Free is you can't get nothing free, not even right. free water. But uh, just to change, to put a value on something, because one thing I realized that God gave me a revelation is that, so if God gave you a car mm-hmm. that you didn't have to pay for, how would you do? Man, you tear that car up, you ain't going to clean it, you ain't going to do nothing. But what about that car that God provided a job for so that you could work Two years to save right. up every penny that you knew you sacrificed to get this car of your dreams. When you get that car, you're going to appreciate it. You're going to make sure it ain't tow up. You That's ain't right. going to make sure ain't nothing going to happen to That's it. Right. You make sure every service is good. That's kind of the same with your business. Mm-hmm. You, If you're just giving it to everybody, no one's going to see the value. Right. But the, if you show that there's value in it, because here at Anointed Radio, we put in work. Yes, we do. It might look easy, but like Lady AJ is starting to see over there <laughs> on the switchboard, it, it's a lot. Yeah. And you have to put in the work. Right. So if you don't value your business, nobody will. That's right. That's right. So what? Um, what's what's next? We know we've got the um, we've got the. Anointed Summer Party. Numbers, anointed Summer Party. In we July. got the um, Anointed Summer Party, um, July 28th, 6 o'clock. Um, show out Las Vegas. Um, we have the anointed, um, the anointed yearly anniversary right. for when we started in business. That's in November. That's in November. And then let's not forget, we're going to. Oh, yeah. Columbus, and then Ohio. in Ohio. Yes. We're going to Ohio in October. To get our awards. To get the award for Kingdom <laughs> Image Awards. That's and right. And then we, I go um, to Hampton, Virginia in November, right before our anniversary party, to the Speaker Con Award 2019. Um, and then we're in the holidays where right. we usually don't do anything. But one thing that I'm working on, um, I'm going to talk to some of my author friends in consulting. I need to get my book out. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, too. I promised myself by the end of the year that that book would be out. So, so what about a book of poems? I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I Because you, I mean. A lot you, of people don't know I'm a poet. Yeah. I'm going to be real with you. A lot of people don't know I'm a poet. So when I started um, posting my poems this year, that was like a New Year's right. resolution, just to kind of go back to the creative side of me. Right. Um, and I actually, one poem really blew up, and that was my Mother's Day poem. Yeah. And, like, I, I gave that as a gift, and people was in tears. And I wasn't expecting that because um, when you have, like, something that was a hobby, and then you're told that it's stupid or it's mm-hmm. not worth it or you ain't going to make no money in that or things like that, Spe- you get discouraged. Speaking death over Yeah, speaking cursing. death over So I'm trying to reprogram my mind. Right. Um, I used to write a lot when I was younger, journal, poems, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so now I'm just trying to get to a point where I'm back on the creative side. Right. Um, my wife actually gave me the idea of doing um, 52 poems oh, for nice. 52 yeah. weeks. Yeah. So a poem for each week. Right. The Mother's Day poem will be featured for Mother's Day week. Right. Um, I'm have one for fathers. Um, I'm half. I'm not halfway. I'm almost halfway through to get to 52. Um, so that book will come out. 
um, the 52 weeks of poems by Pastor nice. Jay. Very so, nice. um, but another thing is I'm, I've already started working on my book, um, the four T's, which oh, is very okay. impacted. Um, I'm on chapter, I'm working on chapter one and that's time. And if anybody don't know what the four T's is and the four T's is time, temple, talent, and treasures. Um, just be, it's just faithful stewardship. Amen. That's biblically background that I'll be talking about. And I think it's something that people need to know about. Um, something that I established in church where I think a lot of people should establish in church to know the order of how right. things are, because if you know the order, okay, mm. you know, a lot of times we go to church is what they church say. Well, you know, that was my biggest pet peeve as a kid, because I was already told as a kid, pastors are pimps, pastors take uh, money, pastors. Yeah. So when you start saying, well, we're going to go ahead and put the collection plate on the second time and we're going to go ahead and close them doors until we get to the numbers we're supposed to do. Or we're going to do a silver coin offering and all that. As a kid, that used to be like the worst pet peeve of mine. <laughs> and I would be like, why are we here? But right. when I really read into stewardship, yes, giving to the church, which is a nonprofit organization. Let's break it down of why they do ties. You know, some people mistreat the way it's supposed to be, but right. let's talk about the, the, the why it's in, put in place. Um, first of all, let's be real. How many of us go to the church when we need something, but we for sure ain't trying to pay back or we don't pay ties? Mm. Multiple people mm -hmm. doing this from being a lead pastor and seeing that it, multiple people that tie the dollar do not ask for a dollar back. Right. But there's still rent, <laughs> insurance. <laughs> um, there's all kind of stuff that the building has to still pay so you could be there and open and worship. Right. So it's so much to it. So, yes, it's needed. But one thing that we never talk about as a form of tithe is time. Right. How much time do you sacrifice with God? Right. You know, that's really important. How much time do you spend with God? Now, 24 hours in a day, how much do you spend with God? Do you at least give 10 to 15? Right. At least? You know, um, my I tell you my regiment every morning on the way to work before I do anything else, before I turn the radio on, I'm praying. Amen. I'm giving God his what is due. Thank you for waking me up. I talk about my day, what I'm struggling with, how I'm, how I'm feeling, and that's how it goes. But other than that, I... I really think that time with God is a lot. And I've Amen. spent time probably more, but that's just that more dedicated, like, okay, nothing matters right now um, time. Um, a second thing that I would say is your body. Mm -hmm. Health ministry is important. Like, my aunt was head of um, the health ministry at First Baptist in Pittsburgh, California for the longest. So I was always part of the health ministry. Right. And I always heard the things that were taught or preached there and it's serious how can you talk about witnessing but you ain't your body isn't right exactly you can't take you you can't witness be a good s servant for the lord if you always sick yeah if you're always in the hospital mm -hmm. but a lot of stuff is brought on to ourselves by diet by habits by a lot of things right. and you know i'm not saying to be you know because i need to lose some some pounds myself I'm just saying that it's something that we should be talking about because yeah. if you act like it's 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 like the most minute thing, then people are not going to talk about it. And then let's really talk about, you know, temple. Temple is serious. This is the body that God it gave is. you so you could be in charge of it. But are you really maintaining it? Right. Is your is your temple the beautifulest thing or is your temple got weeds in the front? 
right. with cracked driveways and oil stains in the front, and and the paint is two toned right. because you not <laughs> been you ain't been to the doctor in forever. Mm-hmm. You every time you get hurt, you say all right, and and I and I'm sadly to say, it's us that are scared to go to the doctors. Yeah, and I'm not saying go to the doctor for everything, but at least a checkup. At least to check things. And a big thing that a lot of black people need to know. I know we lost a lot of history or we don't care to know history because that's one thing that I kept. Either, you know, we lost history so we don't know who great grandmama and all them are or um, we don't care Hmm. because like my grandma would say, if you don't know your history, it tends to repeat itself. Um, You need to know what's genetically in your bloodline. Hmm. If you have diabetes in your bloodline, it's not if, it's when. I'm just going to say it. Usually most people get it in their elderly years. But I'm just saying, if you know that it's in your bloodline, take care of yourself so that when you get you prolong it to 70, 80, something, not 50, 40, 30, 20, because you're not taking care of yourself. I'm speaking to myself right now. I just want y'all to kind of walk with me. If you know that there is high blood pressure or if you have um, strokes, psychiatric issues, depression, bipolar, um, anxiety, all these things are genetically tra- uh, passed down, plus habits. If you know that somebody was in your family that has an addictive personality, you do too. So you have to be on guard on everything about your bloodline, and that's taking care of your temple, mm-hmm. knowing what's out there, and then being aware. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, talent. We all got talents. We all want to make money off talents, and that's the issue. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, when you come do your talent, do your talent for God. Don't do it for you. People right. can see that. There's people that are gifted. There's people that are anointed. There's right. a difference. Mm. Gifted means that they have a skill or a talent set that they can do real, real well. Mm. But anointed is that they ha- that lifestyle comes after and humility comes with it. Mm. So I think that's really big on that part. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last one is treasure. Just being obedient with God. Right. I know a lot of times people are like, well, ah, them pastors don't be doing right with the money and blah, 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 blah. Well, first of all. Let the Lord take care of that. God going to take care of it if, right. if, 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 that, if that's happening. Yeah. You just, you that, just, you and just and be obedient. And, and, and that just shows you where your obedience is. Exactly. Because the same accountability that you have for your pastor, I always say this you should have for yourself so if your pastor's on time you should be on time if your pastor's always there knowing what scripture to go to you should know what scripture to go to you know how embarrassing it is i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it today (laughs) this is a pastor ranting right now you know how embarrassing it is to see i am 28 going on 29 years old i know every book of the bible and where to find it it's embarrassing to see people that don't know where the book of the Bibles are. I'm going to be honest with you. That shows you that you ain't read your Bible. That shows you that you That's haven't true. put that time in to know where to go. Like, right. you know how long it seems when you preach and you're like, all right, so we're going to go ahead and go to Hebrews. Say amen where, when you're there. <laughs> when you, say amen when you get there. And then they're like, uh, where Hebrews at? <laughs> Hey, put the app on. You know, you know how embarrassing, awkward. Oh Think God. about radio if somebody just went quiet for like ten minutes. <laughs> That's how it is on in the pulpit when you're sitting there and you got your word, you're on fire with God, and as you know, you're like, all right, everybody, go ahead and go to um, Habakkuk. They're like, where is that at? <laughs> go to Ruth. Where is that New or Old Testament? And this is not just from new believers. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, this is people that have been in the church 30, 20, 40 years. Right. So it, we have to get to a point of really studying thyself approved. Right. And knowing God more. Because if you know God more, you're going to seek knowledge. True. You're going to always want to seek knowledge. Right, right. So. Oh, and then to just wrap it up, I just had to say that. Um, hey, 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 hey. Just to. Um, <laughs> To wrap that, that the four T's up, the book I'm I'm planning estimate date about December of coming out for that. Um, to wrap it up is, you should be a cheerful giver. Oh, People right. misuse that over the years. Cheerful giver. Everybody just think it's about money. Oh, be happy giving me your money. Come on out. No, stop <laughs> cooning for people and go ahead and talk about what the scripture is talking yeah. about. You know, because a lot of times we have to know that the scripture was talking about. You can't sit here and have an attitude to spend time with God. Right. Cheerful giver is not just about your money. It's about right. how everything that you That's give right. to God. That's Think right. about a relationship. If every time you saw your significant other came, you like, oh, <laughs> how long I got to be around you? That's how people treat God. Seriously. Think oh about that. Goodness. They they literally be at church like, oh, this one hour, but you could be on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for an hour and say, I lost my time. Look at girl. I'd have been on there for an hour, okay. but you go to church and you, huh? Yeah, Think yeah. if God did that to you, you can sit in front of the TV for in hours. front of TV, watching hours. series, binging. binging. But when it comes yes. down to God being a cheerful giver, it means everything. I cheerfully give my time. I cheerfully give my body. Right. I cheerfully give my talents to God. Even if right. I'm not getting paid for it, let's speak that into existence. Musicians. Hello, right. somebody. Um, do it for the will of God to get, give your, your payback. Exactly. Cause every time it might not be tithing with money. Mm -hmm. It'd be tithing with time. Right. Because God will send somebody to you and you might be too busy. So obviously you can't pay your tithes. Mm. There's mm. a lot of times where you have to look at that you have to be open right. to God. If you, and it's not and there's gonna be a lot of things you don't want to do. That's how yeah. you know it's God. Because God never does anything in your comfortable zone. He does right. things that make you uncomfortable. Like, right. oh, let me go say sorry. Yeah, People may... can't stand saying sorry, but right. God will be like, go ahead and say, sorry, it ain't for you. Go ahead and go feed that person that you don't know. Go tell that person that I love them. Right. And you'd be like, I don't know that person. what I say. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel like God be talking to me. He'd be like, what I say. I told you, go say that. <laughs> go over there and say that. All right? right. And then you realize that God really was doing something when it comes full circle. So it's pretty dope, but you really got to be open when it, when it, that scripture said, be a cheerful be a cheerful giver, not right. just about money. Because like I've always told my church, what you giving money for if you don't know them? Exactly. You ain't never gave um, somebody homeless thousands of dollars. Right. Then why don't you, you don't know him? You don't, you don't cheerfully read your word. You don't cheerfully pray. You don't cheerfully mm -hmm. sing your talents. Every time somebody asks you to come to a revival, you got attitude, you know. How long is this going to be? <laughs> I'm just saying, this is my <laughs> rant. I have to, y'all wanted to interview me today. I'm just saying. So, as a whole, oh, you have to be a cheerful giver of all. And it's right. scripturally that we should be cheerfully giving our time, our temple. So go work out. I know you don't want to, but go work out. Right. Third one, your talents. Go do that event that don't cost money. But you don't know who you might touch. Exactly. 
that we're, it's about winning souls. That's right. People get so caught That's up with the money part that it gets foolish where it's not even about God no more. It's about right. now it's a genre when it's not about God no more. And you're just singing Christian music to get paid. It's a genre. You're mm -hmm. doing it for a genre. And there's a lot of people in the industry that does that already. We just need to come back and say, what's the root of it all? And that's Jesus. Amen. Yeah. All right, then, Pastor Jay. I didn't want to preach today, but go <laughs> ahead. I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, so I have one more question, and then we're going to uh, kind of close out here. What about your singing career? Because you have Ooh, a lovely Jesus. voice. Ooh, you have Jesus. A I, I would see the computer locked out because I would. Oh. I would. I would end this in the show. Oh yeah, we're time. not gonna do all that. So. That's on hold. To be honest with you, I've I have a lot, but I know my limitations. And getting back in the music industry is not something I plan to do anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to really work because that was the first time I got into entertainment was music. Okay. That was my first. A lot thing. of people probably didn't know that. Yeah, I got into music and uh, it was uh, worldly music first, but okay. I got into music, entertainment, music, and performing and stuff first. Then I start singing gospel, and then um, I never wanted to be a, rec a gospel recording artist. I wanted to be an R&B recording artist, a neo soul actually, because I liked it. You know the uh, was it? You know Kim. Kim, I, I knew Kim is my favorite Kim. person yeah. out of all of them. Um, but as a whole, I didn't. It, it was a lot. It was uh, it was a lot that I went through. Producers tripping, people losing your music, spending a lot of money that didn't go nowhere. Wow. Um, I missed a lot of my kids' childhood trying to be mm. a recording artist, oh, okay. and no more. You know, yeah. I, from trying to be a recording artist, being in the military, and trying to make sure that you got a roof over your head. It's right. a lot of time I took away from my kids, right. and I rather manage my daughter who wants to become a recording artist than me be in yeah. the forefront. I could be like. P. Diddy all the time and just come in on in it. Take okay. that, take that. I get, I get some royalties from that. All in the videos, <laughs> dancing, okay. shouting and back and forth. But um, no, seriously, I, I really, my music career right now is on hold. Um, I'm actually investing my time. If no one knows, I am a manager for one of the dopest Christian hip-hop artists coming out of the Bay Area, Miles Minnick. Yes. Um, we just booked him at the Oratorio um, Convention Center, July oh, wow. 17th. Check oh, him okay. out Wednesday. Just got him booked out there. He's going to be performing at, um, what's the face, at the... Um, uh, Victory Outreach Gang Invention oh, um, okay. event. 5,000 people. He's Where is going, that? It's in Orterio, California, okay. right by San Bernardino. Okay. So he's doing that. Um, he's going to be performing at the Anointed Summer Party, y'all. Definitely come out in droves. I can't wait to see him. $20 at the, at the, $30 at the dough. $20 if you get your ticket now. Uh, com. Check it out. And uh, i rather manage. You know, one thing I realized when I got out of the music game, I told my cousin that. Um, my cousin's a dope MC. Um, she sounds like the brat. Okay. Um, she's still in the music game. Her and my cousin, Melly Mel. And I kind of was like, I'd rather be in the behind scenes. I'd rather, I, w I was like Michael Bivens off of, um, um, what's the face, off of, what is a new edition? When he was like, I'd rather be the manager than being the artist because. Yeah. yeah. I know what to expect. Right. And I know how it is to be an artist and go through stuff that don't make sense. Right. So, um, yeah, definitely check out Miles Minnick. He just came out with the, a, the dope track called What I Look Like. Um, Rapzilla just picked him up. Oh, okay. So Rapzilla is one of the biggest, you know, Christian hip-hop platforms. They just yeah. picked him up. 
Um, I'm in the works of getting him signed. So if you hear me now, go ahead and check that out. And, um, yeah, check him out on YouTube. You know, he did I Love My Church, It's Bad, What I Look Like. Great tracks, all about God. It's not like it's a beat and you just hear God every minute. You know what he's saying. He's clear. He raps well. So, yeah, check out Miles Minnick. He's come. He's performing soon. He's having it's bad tour coming out. Got a lot of dates. Check him out on Instagram, Miles Miles dot Minnick. And I don't know how I just made this into a Miles Minnick interview, but yeah, that's my artist. Check that's him right. out. He's he's dope. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Jay, I really appreciate this opportunity. I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable behind the board. Uh oh. Just a bit, but no, it was really good just having a conversation and you know letting people. You know, learn a little bit about who the man behind the Anointed Radio Network. Okay. So I think that, um, you know, you're doing really great things and you are anointed. You are, um, what's that? I was, I was giving my code so that you could so go ahead and unlock it. Uh, what am I going off For here? the music. Oh. No, 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 the music. Oh, okay. We- See, I was trying to. Okay, <laughs> here I go. Listen to me, folks. Uh-oh. I'm trying to... Okay. There it go. All right. So we I'm back in to, there. Yeah, I'm trying to get... I'm trying to do get a lot of stuff, right. folks. But I want to... Seriously, I want to say thank you for the opportunity. Not just for doing this, but for taking a chance on me. I didn't have Many any. people don't interview me, so you... I'm just letting you know you're, like, the only... Fir- Person, first person that's interviewed me. <laughs> right, right. But you know, you gave me a chance. Because usually I'm too busy for interviews anyway, with all the things. But yeah. Yeah, and just just the opportunity to be here. You right. know, Just the whole thing. So, I thank you for that. And um, this is Lady AJ, and I am signing out. And I just want to remind everyone that if you change your mind, you can change your life. Amen. This is Pastor Jay. Like always, I got something to say. Make sure you check out anointedsummerparty.eventbrite.com. Um, check out the Anointed Summer Party this July 28th at 6 p.m. at Rancho High School. It's about to be dope. About to have Miles Minnick. About to have so many artists, blessed artists. It's going to be a great night of worship. $20 on sale right now at Eventbrite. So check us out. Um, check out Miles Minnick who's about to perform soon, July 17th, Wednesday, at the Victory Outreach event at the Autorial um, Convention Center. And check me out on Anointed Jalon. I post Monday through Friday scriptures, inspiration, just the things to uplift your soul that you might be going through on the days that ain't just Sunday. So check me out. And one thing I want to leave with you guys is this. Know what God is... is doing in your life know god for who he is and be open mind to what god brings to you amen amen have a wonderful evening everyone we're gonna get some music Uh uh-oh we're gonna go with i was was on that one all right (laughs) see y'all next week y'all god bless